So welcome back everyone to the Here We Go Again podcast. As usual, you're joined by myself, Luke Gallagher, Mike O'Gara, and we've got a very special guest on today, a World it's Cup a big winner. One. Yuri Jokaev, how are you? Hi uh, guys, how are you? Very good, thank you. It's, it's good to have you on. Um, um, please, please, uh, you know, I'm very happy to be, uh, to be connected with the, with the Wanderers. And, uh, <laughs> it's been a long time, but you know, it's... Uh, uh, the the story of the club and the the time I, I spent in, in in Bolton will remain for uh, for the rest of my life. Okay. It, it was just a small parenthesis since I, I left, but uh, now I'm I'm so happy to to talk to uh, to you guys. It was a special time, Yuri. I can assure you, being a fan, a very special time. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we were a special team for special fans. <laughs> very true. Very true. So you will start from, as I said before, at the start of your career. Obviously, your father was a, a footballer at a, a very high level as well. Were you always going to go down the path of trying to, to follow in his footsteps, so to speak, and become a professional footballer? It's, um, you know, I, I have the chance at the beginning to be, um, um, to really have a, a good relationship with my father. And I, I think this is helping Helping me and helping uh, uh, the relation and my father too because it's, it's not easy, especially in sport, when you do when you want to to follow the, the, the step of your of your father or mother if it's a girl. But um, but the, this good relation uh, uh, helped me to understand very quickly the um, the need to become professional and uh, the real investment that you have to show. At the early stage, when normally kids from 12, 14, 16 prefer to do things different than train and had uh, a, a life very focused on sport. But my, my, my father really helped me. Um, he was one of the biggest players in his age in France, captain of the national team with France. He played one World Cup in 66. And he, he just played in the three uh, clubs, and he, the, he was the biggest club in France at this time. He was Lyon, Marseille, and Paris Saint-Germain. He was the first captain for PSG. It means that the legacy of my father uh, was really, uh, it was not heavy to carry, but he was um, carried like, uh, with, uh, with honor and proud, you know, and this is always something that uh, I will have in my mind to say, yeah, I have to do, I have to continue what he's starting and for that uh, I wanted to all my life to have a kind of way, a straight way. At what age then did you realise that you had a real chance of actually becoming a professional footballer? Uh, let, let's, let's say, I always be uh, uh, playing over ages from my ages. When I was 12, I was playing with 14. And uh, for me, it became natural to, uh, to, to graduate every stage and every, uh, every level. At 16, I left, 15, I left home for an academy in, in Grenoble. But uh, when I realized I will become professional, I think it's... It's something that it came naturally. I never say I want to become professional. No, my, 
my goal and my wish was to be the the best for me to 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 train good to uh to enjoy enjoyed and, and professionally was it was not the the main focus I, I was not upset by become professional i knew i would become professional i knew i would become a great player i knew i would play for a big club but i never said yeah i want to be professional i want to be professional your first club professionally was grenoble how did you get picked up by them? Did they spot you playing junior football? Is that is that how you you ended up there? Yeah, yeah. And at at fourteen, I was playing in the in the best uh, league in the, for these ages. In fourteen league ages of fourteen, it was the league by region, you know. And uh, in my club, I was playing for Villeurbanne. It was an amateur club, not professional statute. And uh, we were a strong team in this surrounding by professional uh, youth team. And uh, I had different choices. Lyon was interesting. Social was interesting. Uh, Saint-Etienne was interesting. But uh, grown up, it was a brand new uh, academy. My father, uh, five years ago, was a coach of grown up. He knew the people who were in charge of the academy. And they were good people. They knew that... He knew that this kind of coaches will help me to grow up, and is what happening. I moved in Grenoble. I was 15, and at 15 and a half, I was training with a professional. I was already be involved at the professional level. How did you find your time there? How did you adapt to the professional environment as a young man? Was was it easy for you, or was it quite difficult? What was the physicality like, Yuri? Uh, it's you know it's I, I had maybe uh, the chance to be very creative and uh, and uh, and uh, very good in front of the of the net uh, scoring goal and or dribbling helped me a lot when you are kids you know, when you are young you playing with professional you know uh, um, high level professional but you have this touch that not ages or experience can give you. It's, it's not by uh, a born with this kind of touch, but, but it was my, uh, my uh, curriculum. And um, when, I, when I started to play in the second division, I was 16. And uh, I was playing like a, like a kid, you know. I didn't want to say, okay, now I'm playing with a professional. I have to think like a professional. No, I, was, uh, I, I think my energy, my enthusiasm, uh, my my youngest, it, it was my key to uh, to play and to play uh, well. And uh, is is for that. Um, since the beginning, I never thought I, I will. If I miss something now, I will. I, I was playing as a kid's playing. Then your next move, 1989, I believe, to Strasbourg. You were only there for a year, but it was a very successful year in terms of the way that the way that you managed to to do on the pitch. It's a uh, you know it, it's and if you it's good because you're starting from the beginning. But uh, all my career, all my club, all my choice in my life and, and club was for three reasons. One was for the club. Uh, second was for the fans, or third it was for let's say that. Or the owner, or the coaches, or someone involved in a club. And uh, in Strasbourg, 
the president was Daniel Echter. Daniel Echter was very uh, famous uh, designer and, at this time, and he decided to put a lot of money for, uh, for my transfer in second division. It was a lot of money. It was the highest transfer in second division. I was only uh, 19. And he bet on the, on the capacity that I will, I will uh, become much, uh, much, uh, much, uh, much stronger and much uh, better players. And uh, when I moved to Strasbourg, I have the whole three uh, topic pillow that really helped me to grow up. The fans were amazing, the team was amazing, and the people in charge the owner, Daniel Escher, and the coach, uh, Gérard Banid. Gérard Banid was uh, one of the biggest coaches in France. It was all, all this make me much better. And it's for that I scored so many goals in Strasbourg in one season. Yeah, I was just going to mention that year. He scored a lot of goals in a short amount of time at Strasbourg. And when I was looking through the statistics of your career, you've scored a lot of goals, obviously, an attacking midfielder. But you must be pleased with the amount of goals you managed to get during your career. Yes, yes, it's um, because I was not supposed to score at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, some some friend of mine who know me very well. Sometimes he told me that I was obsessed by the goal, and uh, I don't think it's true. I don't think I'm obsessed by the goal. If I'm not scoring during a game, I'm not angry. And if I'm given, if it's one of my coequipiers is in better position, I prefer to give the ball. It's a, but I think it's I really love to score. Why? Because uh, I think it gives you first uh, something unique in your in your in your body, uh, and and. Uh, and I love the the way that when you score a goal, you give it emotion to the people. And I think it's for that I was willing all the time to to try to have one chance. And with one chance, I was scoring one goal. And uh, and all this emotion that I will receive to the people make me trying the next time the same thing to score a goal. Then I moved to league on with. Monaco, did it feel like a big step up to, to go and play at that level with Monaco, obviously a big club? Did it feel like a big step up in your career? Imagine, uh, imagine Arsene Wenger, the coach, okay? Yeah. Um, and uh, I restarted the season in, uh, in July with uh, Strasbourg. And in uh, September, mid, mid-September, uh, October, uh, I said, uh, Monaco they made a huge offer to uh, Strasbourg to, uh, for me and in the same time I'm moving from second division for first division but the best, one of the best clubs in France who were engaging in the Champions League and best of the best I was doing my army in France and uh, yeah, I was doing my military services in France, and I'm spending the first months to uh, to uh, to uh, trying to uh, to shoot in the in the things, <laughs> do my package, anything. And I was it was amazing because because during during my military services, I sign in, in uh, and I make 
one of the my biggest moves in my, my life because from the second division, I went to first division and, uh, and it, was, it was a strange drive. It's so, so fantastic because from Strasbourg, uh, north of France, northeast of France, I'm going to south of France, <laughs> eating fish and, uh, and swimming in an in a, in a ocean when, uh, when it was freezing the morning before. <laughs> completely different lifestyle. Completely, completely different lifestyle, and uh, and um, um, be in a, in this environment where every training it's a battle. Because imagine 28, 29 high level player for the you know you you fighting for your for your position, and uh, me I was I was only uh, two days before the the matches because. On the Monday until the, the Thursday and the Friday, I was doing my military and arriving in a club, and it was it was not easy. But but uh, I, I did it. The first year after six months, I won my my first trophy, the Coupe de France with Monaco, and uh, I was very proud. You know, the, the time in Monaco, it was it was I learned a lot. Arsène Arsène Wenger, it was one of the most important coach I, I trained with. And uh, I really learned surrounded by big, big players and uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an environment where Monaco is not easy because, you know, you don't have this passion or not passion, but pressure of the fans, of the, of the journalists, you know. But at this time, we were uh, pretending and doing one of the best football in, in Europe. Yuri, just one from me. What um, what was it like to play under Arsene Wenger? Because obviously you see what he did at Arsenal and the in the English game. Just back in France, what was it like just to play under him? It must have been something special. Yes, yeah, very something special because um, because when, when I when I moved in Monaco I was twenty, but young for my age, but uh, playing since uh, my uh, fifteen and a half, sixteen in second division, I was already, you know, uh, formate in my position, uh, already have my skill. Uh, 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 and and Arsene uh, asked me to do things that no, never I was asking by any coach. My quality was to give it passage, to dribble, to score some goal. And Arsene starting to say, "Yeah, but you have to be on the right side uh, to defend." When the, and I didn't understand at the beginning. It was it was sometimes we fight with Arsene, but in a, in a good way. Uh, and uh, he, he have his opinion on the strategies and tactics, uh, things like he did with uh, Arsenal and did what for his uh, his whole career. And um, but but it was good for me because he was pushing me uh, over my limit, and I, I was doing the same for you because um, because I knew that I needed it, and he knew that he, he needed me. And uh, this was a, uh, a good agreement, and uh, and uh, and uh, I was really happy to uh, to to have some time, tough time with Arsene Wenger. During your time at Monaco, 1993, I believe you earned your first cap for the French national team. Mm. We all know how successful you were for the national team, but to get your first cap for the national team, it must have been a proud moment for you. It's a proud moment for me. Uh, you know, the, 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 
when I was kids, remember uh, imagining my sofa, watching my uh, watching the national team, starting to to watching because my dad finished at in seventy two, uh, nineteen seventy two. But all the time when we were watching the game and national team, we were waiting for the anthem and dressing and, and stand up and and singing the you know and, and suddenly is you on is you on the blue shirt on inside the screen and singing uh, this anthem for your country and it was it was something special and um, I remember when a train uh, first training was Cantona Papin. Ginola, Boli, so they all, all big name, you know. And I said, this is not the most uh, difficult things to come once. The most difficult is to stay. Hmm. And I, I, I remember because the first day, everything, everybody was nice, everybody, you know, you, you, the young kids arriving in, in, the, in Le Bleu. But, uh, First thing what I say when I'm back in my room, I said, I'm, I will do everything what is possible to stay forever in the national team. Yeah, and then after Monaco, it was PSG. Yes. But you weren't there for long, but it was a successful time, wasn't it? I mean, looking at what you managed to win whilst you were there, you managed to win the Trophée des Champions and the, the Cup Winners' Cup as well. That must have been a, a, another special, special time for you being at been at Paris? For me, uh, I, what, what I did in Monaco, it was, it was, first, it was unbelievable in, the, in, the, in four years, spending more than four years, spending in Monaco. You know, we, we lost uh, UFA, uh, now the Coupe de Coupe final with Monaco. It was the first time that the club went to a final. Uh, we, we, we lost in semi-final of Champions League against Milan when Milan beat uh, Barcelona. Um, we we had a great great years and uh, and uh, I have many opportunities to live uh, outside uh, outside France, but for me it was one passage obligé obligé obligatoire. The, the passage obligatoire for me was PSG because if if you want to be somewhere one of the best player in your country, you need to play for PSG. And uh, and uh, and for me, PSG, it was from my story of what I lived uh, with my uh, with my father. But it was more for me to 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 make a, a, an impact on the life and uh, on the story of the club. And I shined two years, and uh, one year was amazing. One year we won the only trophy today. If you're thinking, it is the only trophy, European trophy that PSG won. And uh, uh, the another one, the club, the club Trophée des Champions. But uh, amazing year, amazing things. Uh, the, the, the three pillars of the public teams, uh, president, uh, coaches was uh, was here, and uh, and um, it was one of the best moments in my life. Why? Because I was playing in my country. I was playing for my club that I always sharing. And I, and I was on the top of my level. How different or similar, maybe, is Paris Saint-Germain to what it was then to what it is now? Because if you look at it now, they're just dominating the French game, aren't they? And they've done that for five, six, seven years now. It's, I, I think it's, um, 
what is, what is different? Maybe it was a little bit more difficult in all time. Why? Because I will compare my time like, uh, like in England today, you know, uh, uh, any club can beat any club. No. A small club in England can beat biggest club. In, in, in the, uh, today in France, uh, you know that when starting the, the league, Paris will won the, the first yeah. places. Yeah. In my time, you play against Bordeaux, you have difficulty, Marseille, Monaco, uh, Nantes, Saint-Etienne, Lyon, you know, you, every game is a, it's a, it's a, it's a battle. Now today, it's a little bit easier, more easier for PSG. It's for that they're suffering when, we, when they play in Champions League because the level of Champions League is not the same that in, uh, in the league. Yeah, because when I was growing up watching football, there was sort of a time where Lyon were the dominant yep. team in France yep. and that's almost shifted. And you, you wonder, obviously Paris are backed by, you know, multi-billionaires. You wonder why Lyon had that era of success. Why they, did they win the league five, six, seven years in a row? Seven, like seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah. So what, what, was, what would you say the reasons for that were? Because obviously if you're looking at Paris, you've got, they can buy anyone they want to buy really. I think it's it's uh, it's, it's Lyon what 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 make different different with uh, all the club maybe and not in the world but in Europe, Lyon is the one of the biggest and strongest academy in the world. Yeah, big time. Uh, yes, you have you have every year you have at least three four players coming from the academy, at that they can easily play in the in the first division and from the first team you have easily two free players to sell it uh, mm -hmm. for a different uh, uh, team. It's, it's a roll-up of, uh, of uh, expertise and competence that Lyon carry uh, uh, through uh, an enigmatic and uh, charismatic president, Olas, who, uh, who is, uh, uh, is since now 20 years is running his club, maybe one of the best presidents in the world. And then it was a move to, for you in 1996. Your, your next chapter was to move into Italian football with, with Inter. How did you feel about moving into Italy? Still quite, quite a young man. Is it, is it a, is the football and the lifestyle, is it, is it very different to the football and lifestyle? It's, 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 forget what you're thinking about football and lifestyle. Italy is... It's, 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 at this time, Italy is the best league in the world. Absolutely, in the 90s. In the 90s, yeah. In, in, in every club, you have at least four or five stars. But when I say stars, the biggest player in the world were playing in Italy, you know. And, and uh, it was amazing, the tension, the pressure, and the, the, the atmosphere in your life. In the, the only moment where you were, let's say, you are you were just uh, yourself it was the time of the game the rest is crazy it's a, it's a always it never stop never stop never stop and uh, and uh, you train a lot you you spend the whole day at the at the training ground you you travel you traveling a lot of time you stay at the hotel before and after the game you you spend your life in a in a in a in, in traveling and training and, and trying 
to play the best you can because you have thousands and million people waiting every Sunday for something special. Yeah. And the next like, in, like in England, uh, uh, trust me, I was, uh, and, uh, you know, it's completely different in England. In England, what is important is the game. In Italy, what is important is everything plus the game. In England, only the game. Yeah, which I is agree, good. With that. I agree with that very much so. The next silverware for you, Yuri, was the UEFA Cup in, uh, in 1998. Lazio in the final, managed to beat them. Was that a special moment for you as well? And obviously, doing my research, the final was in France as well. So, was it kind of a doubly special moment for you? Yeah, the the the, the final is in my stadium, Parc des Princes. Parc des Princes is, is really my my place, my home. You know, I score many goals with the national team with Paris Saint Germain, and uh, and uh, I just I just uh, this final it was it was maybe one of the biggest moment for Inter, even if he won the Champions League after, but it was the real, uh, it was the first trophy, the real big trophy for uh, Moratti uh, area. Mm -hmm. uh, when he arrived at the head of the, uh, of the club at the city and he started to invest in creating what, some, what he was a part of when his father was, uh, was the owner of Inter. But what he did, it gave it a, a visage, a sensibility, and a character to this team. You know, when we were talking about Inter, international, it was, you know, as a band of brothers, you know, men, strong, strong character, you know, fighting for, for the shirt, fighting a for the A real powerhouse. Yes, you know, San Siro, he was a volcano, you know, it's a, La Curva Nord when we were playing in front of the Curva Nord. I, re, I was, remember when, when I when I was finished the game, you cannot hear what, what, what you're saying because your, your hair is, is full of, of the uh, noises from the stadium. Amazing. This, this is what, at the end, you realize that you're born for this kind of moment, you know? And Inter was really the peak of my life because, like you say, in 98, I won the UEFA Cup in Paris. And two months after, I won the, the World Cup with the national team. You know, it, it was uh, three months, unbelievable. We'll move on to France 98, the World Cup, in a moment. But just before we move on, a big player you added into Milan, Ronaldo. Yes. Played with him, trained with him. Just how good was he? Because many people say that, you know, if it wasn't for injuries, perhaps he could have gone on to be, you know, one of the best ever. Especially the, the bad knee injury he got whilst at Inter. Yeah. But, but for me, uh, I think Ronaldo uh, was the, the, the first player in the year 90 to be this uh, modern player, you know, uh, capable to, uh, to play alone in front, you know, to, to go on the right, on the left, uh, to be, to be uh, surrounded by three, four defenders. And, and switch, turn, dribble. And it was um, very technically uh, scoring goal in any position. You know, it was, you know, before you had striker, the real one, number nine, stay on the, on the, on the box and waiting for the cross. Ronaldo, he was, he was capable to, to stay on the box, but his, his game, it was a modern game, running everywhere, 
are coming back sometimes very deep in the, in the midfield and, uh, and, and smart, bright, intelligent, you know, uh, uh, dedicated to the team, dedicated because he knew that uh, playing for the team, the team will play for him. And I think he is what he, what he show and why why Ronaldo uh, was so so important and he will remain so important in the life of the football because he showed that uh, football first is not just about uh, numbers. Uh, succession of uh, of trophy you know he was more winning with the team you know have pleasure with the give 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 emotion emotion he was someone who was, was all the time thinking about the beauty of the game and and uh, had the chance to play with uh, with Ronnie and is uh, a good friend of mine and and uh, and he really bring the football at 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 a different level some friends to have yeah <laughs> <laughs> I ask him. I ask him to to lose some weight uh, because <laughs> I, I want I want him to uh, to play from uh, for uh, division game because uh, because it's, it's, it's so it's so bright. You see, no, it's like a, it's like the sunshine. So yeah, of course, France '98 to lift the World Cup on French soil. I mean, just tell us about how good it was to be a part of that. It must have been magnificent. Yes, because you're you're playing home. Mm. You're playing home. You're playing with uh, with your friends, uh, with people who, who train, live, share uh, uh, life. ID uh, fought for uh, four years now. Uh, same same group, more or less, and. Uh, and and um, one objective, one objective is to uh, is to for the first time. Sorry, okay. you good? Okay. For the, yeah, for the first time, uh, winning the World Cup, and uh, it was our objective uh, two years before the the tournament, and we every day we were uh, preparing ourselves to be ready for the moment. Is for that when we are starting the tournament. We were already uh, ready to uh, to facing adversity, to facing uh, injustice, to facing pressure, to facing uh, anything because we were working for a long time for this moment. A team full of special players, that France team. Yes. Oh my now, gosh! Yes. If I was to ask you to pick out one player who was maybe slightly above the rest. In that team, who would you pick? To be honest, it, it would be unfair for me to just say Zou, uh, to just say Zidane, because Desailly, Barthez, uh, Laurent Blanc, uh, Petit, uh, Henri, uh, Vieira, they, they're all my friends. You know? <laughs> You'll be expecting so many people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turam, Lizarazu, all these names. If, if you, okay, of course, Zizou is, is the best, but but in this moment, in this team, every player was really important, and it's for that I think uh, at the end Zizou uh, did it the best for him and for the team because he knew that he was carrying by by good fellas. Yeah, what a player Zidane was. Super player. Yes, of course. 
Of course, hey, one of the best Ballon d'Or, but more than the Ballon d'Or is what he achieved in his life and what he's continued to achieve with Real Madrid. So I was, I was looking at the tournament from, from start to finish the other day, France 98. France got through the group pretty easily. Mm. But then in the next round, it, it could have gone wrong there, couldn't it? Italy only won on penalties. I mean, what was that game like to play? And it looked like quite a tight game. We know, you know, we when like, like you say, we we go through the, the the first round easily, and we are we had before Italy we play Paraguay, and this was maybe the tough game during the World Cup because Paraguay they have nothing to lose. Earth is the first time where you have. A, uh, if you're losing the the game, you're out of the tournament, you know. And because if, if you lose against Italy, okay, you can say, oh, yeah, we play against Italy, it's a big team. But Paraguay, it was a nightmare. We're suffering. We're scaring for the first time. We were scaring. When we play against Italy, we didn't scare at all. Uh, we know exactly what kind of game it will be. And it was this kind of game, very tough, very, very close. But Paraguay... Uh, we really scared. We really scared to lose. It was the first time when, when and where we play for not losing. During the whole tournament, we, we play for winning. And just Paraguay, when we say we play for not losing. And this has changed the philosophy of how you start a game. Wow. And then you're all the way to the final against Brazil. How did you feel in the build-up to the game, because obviously the biggest game of your career, correct me if I'm wrong, were you nervous, excited? What, what were the main emotions that were taking over you before the game? You know, the, the last, uh, let's, let's say the last 10 days when you, when you finish the quarter-final and make you preparing for the semi-final and, of course, the final, you're not sleeping anymore, you're not eating, and you don't care. You don't know if you have lunch, breakfast. You, the life is, is completely, you are in different zone. You know, the, the zone where only champion and who can be because, because it's not a normal zone. And like, like I told you, we were uh, preparing for this moment, but nobody... The zone for me was different for another one, but but we, we, we were living very well in a group. This is very important to have a united group. And uh, and uh, we were, of course, excited. Uh, all the time we were, we were, you know, you walk on the on the corridor and you, you cross with uh, Desai and you say, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, do you know this guy? Yes. Uh, and and all the time speaking about about details 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 oh yes uh, oh, before the final semi final no but the crashy yes we know how they are playing they are they are tough and blah 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 and every time our our life stopped there was no more family no more kids no more parents no more friends and you know, it was just focus on the on the games coming. Semi-final and final. Why semi-final was so important? Because remember, 82, 86, France uh, be on the sem uh, semi-final. And all the time, we lost against Germany, you know. And we always say we are the be better team than German, uh, but we lost again, you know. And 
we we will uh, feel it by all this defect in 82 and 86 and we grow up with this defect and for us it was not acceptable to lose in semi-final and we were like uh, ready for the war and ready for the war and when the final finally the final arriving you know you know that you help or uh, not better but you're ready to uh, for this moment and the final i mean i'm sure most football fans will have been looking at the game france against brazil two top teams probably going to be a close game ended mm. up three nil how why, you played in the game how come it ended up being a three nil victory for france because normally in games like that it's quite cagey one goal either way how come it ended up being like that and a follow-up yeah. from me, Yuri, is yeah. obviously it's known for the um, Ronaldo incident uh, prior to the game and as it happened. Uh, was that, even though it kind of bittersweet from a sense that you, you won the World Cup, but a friend of yours has obviously had something happen that was maybe not so great? Yeah, and uh, I don't, yes, because we were, we, we had, uh, I, I put my, my, I plugged my phone because, um, <laughs> We um, okay. Imagine the day of the final. Um, we are on the bus, uh, trying to arrive in the, in the Stade de France. It took us two hours <laughs> because two hours because because people they were they were crazy. Stop the car in the, in the peripheric. We, we we were driving with, with the escort, but impossible to. Uh, to uh, to 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 be on, not on time, but uh, you know to go faster. Uh, we arrive at the stadium, uh, no chance to go to see the field because the ceremony uh, was playing, and uh, we were waiting in the locker room, so starting to you know to, to do your routine before a game. And suddenly this this remorse on the locker room, and the Ronaldo is playing Ronaldo. Not playing. Ronaldo is sick. Ronaldo and, and everything was nobody know about what's going on and uh, and uh, and uh, I went out to my locker room. Okay, I was sit and uh, I said I'm going. I'm going to ask him. <laughs> I, I went out to the locker room. I, I walked to the Brazilian locker room. I knock on the door. Yeah? <laughs> Open. Okay. I say I want to see my friend Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Come inside. I, I, I'm sitting with Ronnie, and I told him, "Are you okay?" Yeah, of course I'm okay. And are you sure you're okay? Yes, I'm sure I'm okay. Are you sure, sure? Because everybody, no, no, I'm good. Because I'm going to beat you, but I want you to be hundred percent. I want no excuses because now it's two years we're training every day. Two years that we. We playing this game between us after every training, and now is the time. Now is a real one. Are you are you okay or not? He told me yes. I'm okay. Don't worry. I will be on the on the field, and uh, I'm back in the room. I say now Ronaldo, we play and, he, and he's good. Just be ready to um, to be sure that he, he will not score goals. But uh, you know, it's for us and. Knowing my, my the privilege to know Ronaldo, 
for me, for me, we were already in, inside the game, so deep, but nobody can affect us. And when we when we went out to the locker room, we were all dressed, ready for 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 go on the field. And uh, at this moment, we knew that we were going to win the game. You were already one nil up mentally. Yes, 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 and. Uh, I love I love the Brazilian shirt. I love the Brazilian spirit. I love the Brazilian character. You know they are, they are proud. They are different color. They have this this yellow shirt, uh, shining. And, but but I know that we're going to beat Brazil and we're going to win the the cup. And of course, you won the cup, Yeri. Yes. I mean, I don't really know. How to you know, this. you know, to, to, uh, because it's it's something that. And one of your one of the, the your main question was why, how you beat Brazil three 0 and for a final normally the final is very complicated because maybe maybe we did the best game uh, ever played in national team but but everybody you know sometimes in in the team you have one player two player four player at the top level and the rest is normal and sometimes you have one or two. They're not in the game. Mm. The 11 players, if you're watching the game, every detail, when I'm sp- speaking about detail, every player did an amazing game. An amazing game. You can take the, the, the repartee of each player. They, 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 it's like a, it, it was, you know, it's never happening when all the team plays so well. And uh, us is happening in final. Yeah, what a perfect day for everyone to have there. Yeah, perfect day. Yeah, yeah really perfect day. Um, I was just going to ask you there, Yuri. I don't know how well you can describe it, but what is? how does it feel lifting the World Cup? Because obviously millions of boys dream of that, don't they? And you've obviously got the chance to do it. Me included. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and especially in, in your place, you know, in, in France. This is, this is, this is, you know, that is for life. You know, that uh, how, how we did it because when I told you we are a band of brothers, uh, a player who were uh, building this, the story of the national team by our character, by our color, by our diversity, by our uh, knowledge, by our. Uh, behavior and i think it's it's french people um recognize something in us that never be before it's for that even today we we still the hero for the nation because we make something happening and uh, and uh, we we make the even people were not dreaming by one day we will won the World Cup, but we did it because we were not dreaming. We were preparing and we wanted to to give it to our people. And I think this is this is why we received so much love and respect by uh, by our constituents. Two years earlier, the European Championships in England, 1996. Did were you disappointed as a team to? To only get to the semi-finals of that competition, it's a starting point. 
uh, England. Did he in, uh, you on for the 98, so to speak? Yes, yes. And uh, we were frustrated for, uh, by our uh, technical department because, because we, uh, we agree after we ask them and uh, we realize why we didn't show up in England or preparing for England to win for winning the tournament and not just to participate and to do it well. I'm sure if you were ready uh, one year and if we were preparing one year before to go to England and win the tournament, we will have a great chance to win the tournament. And the mistake that we did in 96 helped us to, uh, to win the 98 and 2000. And then you had 2000, the next European Championships in Holland and Belgium. To win the World Cup in 98 and the Euros in 2000, that was an unbelievable era for French football, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, because um, I was... I was, uh, I was in, between 98 and 2000, I was uh, between uh, Inter Milan and Kaiserslautern uh, in Germany. But I was all the time with uh, friends or players from different nationality in my team, you know. And they were told me, honestly, but we were watching every game from the national team, the French national team first, because they were enjoying watching us. And every time they were scaring playing against us. I have such a great name, great player. They were telling me that we know before the game that we're going to lose. But the most, the most scary thing is we're not going to touch the ball. We're not, <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, it's, it's, it's this what we were at the best these four years of... Uh, supremacy of the of the french uh, boys uh and and i think it was we bring something new in the football it was a modern football uh we we were the team um, to uh, to go or in attack or in defense the most quick team to adapt the game and and to to have different uh option during the game to change uh, playing with three in front or just one in front to have a midfield at five, three defender, and very easily, you know, sometimes the coach needed to back on the, to wait for the, for the half time to make some adjustment. Us in five minutes, uh, the coaches give it, uh, uh, give it uh, uh, advices and we can switch very easily during the game. This is was one of the, of the weapon of our, our team. What was that? What was Euro 2000 like to play in? How how did you feel going through that tournament? It's like going to the pub. You know that you will have a good moment. You probably got um, a 99% chance of doing well. But listen, it it, it was the. Uh, we always laughing between us because because the first day we arrived in uh, in Belgium and we uh, arrived in Belgium we knew we knew that the tournament it would be for us and uh, and if you're looking for the final you know Italy against us in the last five minutes we have at least three chances in front of Barthez where we can score and and close the game and uh, then. They didn't have, uh, they didn't take the chance, and us 
in the last second we score one goal and the golden goal we score a second goal and it was over i mean because it was all time and and we were the best team in the world at this moment and i think uh, i say that because we won the world cup and the european cup it was never did before us i think spain did it after yeah. but uh, but before never happening it must have been uh an incredible feeling when David Trezeguet scored, scored the goal there, the golden goal. And I really, golden goal, it was something very exciting, you know. It was, wasn't it? I miss it. I really yeah, miss it. Yeah, you know, this, today is uh, too much commercial. Uh, <laughs> before, <laughs> we want the half, the half time to make money. <laughs> but the golden goal, it was amazing. It was so exciting for, for the fan, for the player. For the player, you don't play the same thing when, when you know that the golden goal exists. First, you give it opportunity to everybody to can score. Because uh, we did it against Paraguay, you know. If Paraguay scores a goal, you don't say, yeah, I have 15 minutes to turn back. No, it's done. The game is done in 98. On the, on the, on the World Cup in 98, we have the... The same issue with uh, with uh, Italy, but uh, no, I really, I really love the Golden Goal. It was a very exciting moment. Yeah, you, your time playing for France was obviously hugely successful. I mean, yes. it, it's maybe took some years for France to get to get back to that level, but but they they're back at that level now. I mean, what do you think to the France team? Because there's some top quality players in there. I mean, particularly one name that, that stands out: Kylian Mbappe. I, I really like the, the the new generation. I mean, uh, there's a great opportunity for uh, for friends. You know, 2016, uh, you lost in the in the final uh, home against Portugal. Uh, 2018, uh, you win, you won the World Cup, and and uh, you know they they open a cycle, and I'm sure the next World Cup they will be uh, very difficult to beat. And we we have a great chance to to win a second World Cup on the on the road. Uh, uh, I think it's 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 very interesting because um, uh, first with uh, with the new leader uh, as Mbappé, you can project you in a, in a, in a, in a good future. And uh, what is important is show the character to be leader and uh, to be a leader individually and collectively. And this is very important when you play national team. And looking back away from the national team picture now, back to you and, and your club career, 1999, you, you moved to Germany, signed for Kaiserslautern. How was your time with the club? It, for me, it was a very important move because uh, after all the year um, playing at at at, um, at Latin's world, France and Italy, it was important. I had the opportunity to 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 go to Spain, but or to stay in Italy. But for me, Germany, it was uh, an experience I wanted to have, it. and uh, and for me, it was it was really uh, uh, important because it was a direct football. In Germany, this. Uh, there's always the ball is always running, it's always something a good good quality of game, a lot of lot of goals, uh, fans unbelievable. And I had a great, great two first year in, in Germany with Otto Riagel, who was an amazing coach. 
the stadium was fantastic, the fans too, but after I, uh, for, for personal reasons, I have difficulty and problem with my uh, one of the coaches and I have to leave uh, from Germany. But in Germany, I had, I had good time before my problems, or the problem that, that the coaches make it. Uh, for me, it was time to leave from Germany. How did the Bundesliga compare to, to Syria? It's totally, it's totally different. It's totally different. I think it's uh, Bundesliga is uh, recommended because it's uh, it's you it's a, it's an exciting game in terms of quality. Uh, you uh, player wanted to play all the time at 100%. We're uh, trying to using the the best of of his football. Sometimes, uh, let's say that sometimes, if I compare to England, England they, they don't care about if it's nice ball or not a nice ball. In Germany, you know, they care uh, the the midfield and the defender. They want to uh, to cross all the time, you know, to make to make an impact on the on the offensive way. It's a it's a very open uh, open football. Very very interesting. And then, Yuri, we're excited to talk to you about this part of your Best career. Best move of all of them. Uh, 2002, Yuri, moved to Bolton Wanderers. How did, how did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> uh, we don't know either. We don't know either. Uh, uh, crazy things. Crazy things. You know, this is, this, is a, this is a good thing of life. You know, sometimes things happening and you don't know, you don't know why at the beginning, but after it seems... It seems that Bolton needs me and me needs Bolton. Not just as a player, but in my life. Uh, what, of course, uh, Big Star was really important in my, uh, in my venue. He came to Germany, we had, we, had a, we had a dinner together, you know, he told me what he was expecting from, from someone like me. Uh, in, and very honestly, it described me the the, the environment, the stadium, the people, uh, the team, and uh, and uh, I knew before to sign it that what I what I will expect. It. And uh, and this this honesty on the on the on the his description uh, was very good because when I arrived, it was exactly what I was telling me. And uh, and it was it, it was a real challenge, real sportive challenge. How can I make sure that in a sh maybe twelve game remaining twelve game in a short time? How can I be impacting? How can I have an impact on the game, on the club, on my player around me, on the on the Against against my adversary, oh, it, it was really challenging, and uh, and uh, and I I believe on the on the, on myself and believe on the I was I was uh, exciting and curious curious about moving to England because I always have an image of uh, of the football in England. You know, we French and in in English people we are cousin. 
you know sometimes you hate your cousin sometimes you like your cousin <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and i think it, before to have all these prejudices or on the on the english people and the english football what the best to do is to move to uh, to bolton and to see by myself and uh, i was not disappointed <laughs> uh, i was not disappointed alan uh, uh bolton it was it was opposite what uh, where i live where I, I did all my life i did i live in a big city i play in a big club i play in a big stadium i play but the heart of the people in bolton it was so big that all the all these things that sometimes could borrow you or make you unhappy it was completely disappeared and uh, and the first day when i went to the reebok stadium and i walk on the reebok stadium i feel it like like home you know i feel it like uh, like i'm surrounding by uh, by my people and uh, and i really really enjoy this time in bolton yeah well how what did you think to the um obviously you've lived in france you know in italy in mm. Germany. Mm. how was england different in terms of that li- the, you know living there but i i mean in you england understand you... Us, Yuri? did you understand yeah, yeah. any of what we said as in, like yeah. the born people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it's what I what I was expecting, and what I didn't expect in England is is a direct football or direct football. If if you do something well, people feel it, applause. Uh, your partner congratulate you, and it could be. A tackle, a pass, a control, and this is crazy because in Italy, if you control well, uh, nobody applauds you. Like an If you if you do a long ball uh, in a, in a, in a deep area, uh, people uh, boo you. No, in England, yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> but uh, but this total football, I call it total football was amazing really good you know you you um, you you is a pure football pure football pure football sometimes is is brutal sometimes is nice sometimes is ugly sometimes is beautiful sometimes is poet sometimes is hard but it's pure football it's i think you you are born for this kind of football and uh, and as a player if you don't have this experience once in your life, you will miss something. And I was really, really happy to, to have this experience as a player. And I was thinking totally different, differently from outside. But coming in England, doing my step, because I did it my step to come in England, I did it my step to sign for Bolton, I did it my step to enjoy the Reebok Stadium. You know, the, the people giving me back... Um, uh, Million times much more than uh, than I was expecting. Did you always like the idea of coming to the Premier League? Because what did you know about the Premier League already? Because obviously there's a lot of big clubs in England. Uh, but did, were you ever attracted to coming to the Premier League earlier in your career at any at any stage? Yeah, yeah, because you know, uh, but 
it was, I mean, I was, it was more uh, a challenge, but I was not crazy about Premier League. You know, like uh, I was crazy for, uh, for Italy. I was crazy for, uh, for Spain, you know. Uh, for me, Premier League, uh, when I was playing in Italy, it was, you know, you were playing a friendly game against Manchester United or Liverpool. Uh, it was a pre-season. For us, it was pre-season, you know, and, uh, and today is, is uh, opposite. But, uh, you know, it was not uh, the big goal for a big player to play in Premier League, but it, it changed a lot. No, no. No, if, if you want to, you know, you have to play for Chelsea. You have to play for uh, for uh, Arsenal. You have to play for Manu, Man City, you know, and uh, not anymore for Inter or Milan or, uh, or or some club in Spain too. So, looking at your time with Bolton, two seasons, two full seasons. What mm. was your favourite moment? If you could pick a moment out from the two seasons, your favourite moment. What would you say, Yuri? Um. The, the uh, let's say two campaigns, the surviving campaign for the first year where every game was a battle. Because you know that if if you if you're losing a game or you draw, you're going to be uh, uh, retrocessed and uh, and and not playing anymore in the, in Premier League. Every game, when you play Chelsea, when you play Manu, you know Arsenal, and when you beat this this kind of team, you know with a with a not big name, but uh, you know just that real 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 uh, <laughs> real player, you know, and mm. uh, uh, not not fancy player, and uh, you know, and and you you're starting to making all the team, all the fan of the club. Believe and yes, we can do something. Yes, we can stay in Premier League. Yes, we can beat this kind of club. And uh, and the the belief that we bring at this moment is starting to uh, to make the club growing up. And the year after, you know, the campaign for the for the for the for the cup and the campaign what uh, in in the league was. Amazing year, when one of the best for for Bolton, and and in terms of football, in terms of impact, in terms of of um, of um, uh, how do you say, um, of quality of the game. Because after we really had quality, is not uh, it was not the the kind of football that we were playing at the beginning. It was really you know structured. The, 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 the level of what what we were delivering at this time in second year was it was one of the best in I'm sure in Bolton with great player of course a great team uh, more players coming from uh, outside Bolton starting to be on the map it was already on the map uh, but bringing some name but not just name to say yeah they, they just come here in, player who go who want to be invest in the club who want to be really care about uh, uh, everything I remember, we had discussion with, with Phil Garza, with Sam Allardyce about the future of the club. How we we can adjust it? How can we be better on the on the health, on the food, on the training ground, on the on the on the way out to uh, to um, to traveling? It, it was it was something very important for as a player, but uh, as a part of the club too. 
So for, judging from what you've said there, even though you were only at Bolton for two years, it felt like the club were going in the right direction, going yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, I mean, it, it's uh, to pick at this moment because you don't have many chance in terms of financial uh, opportunity. You know? To pick the good player at the good moment with the right mentality, uh, it's it's not every year you can you can do what what we did in uh, in this time you know what Sam uh, bring to uh, uh, to Bolton or what each player from uh, from uh, me or JJ or uh, Ivan or or uh, Bruno and Gotti or all all these players who came uh, uh, in Bolton and. And understand, understood at the moment that there's a mission here, and the mission is to bring the club in a in a in a different level, and it's what we did. Mikey, what would you say is the goal that stands out? Yuri's goal that stands out too, because the one in my head at the minute is the overhead kick at Charlton. Absolutely, hundred percent. My me and my dad. Uh, I was too young to probably go to the away games, but watching it back on match of the day, you, you think you see the build up and you think he's not gonna, no, he's not gonna do that. He's not gonna, he's done it. Oh, it's gone him. It's got it. It's what a goal that is. It was special. It was really, really special. And my dad said before, he was a magician. And yeah. I can only agree. Yes, thank you. It's, uh, it's, you know, you, you, you always score. Uh, crazy goal when you are in a good uh, not mood but in confidence when you are in a in a good spirit in a good environment and uh, and uh, all the all the goal I scored you know, for Bolton you, you know I was you know I was my my partner around me put me in a position to score this kind of goal. So. There's, there were a lot of good players that played for Bolton at that time. The fans still talk about it now. It was almost an era where, you know, the likes of yourself, JJ Kotcher, Ivan Campo, mm. these were players that they could have never dreamed of playing for, for their club. Who would you say was the best player you played with at Bolton? I would say... Um... He has to I think would, that's a I good would, sign. It's a good yeah, sign to think. Yeah, I, I would say, uh, I would say Ivan because Ivan, uh, Ivan, he was, he was, is my brother too, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, I remember why Ivan Campo because because if you um, if you know Ivan, um, you arrive in Bolton in in difficulty in in, in, in his previous uh, club. And uh, for him, it was more more a challenge, uh, a human challenge, you know. And I remember because uh, we arrived, we connected because we play against each other in a big club. <laughs> 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 and uh, and uh, the first the first minute we become friends, and um, and I know how hard sometimes it was for him, and. Uh, and how much work and how much love he bring it to the to the fans and uh, and to and to the to the players too.
And I think Ivan uh, was someone, you know, very special in, in, in my life of football and, uh, and I was proud to play uh, with him. One man who's sort of in the middle of all this, these successful players, these players, Sam Allardyce, brought you to Bolton. What was he like to work with? How much did he help that group of players to move on to the next level? To, uh, he, he, um, Sam, yeah, Sam was, was really good. He, uh, you know, sometimes to, to make it, uh, to let it players doing whatever they're thinking that we, we can do, but he was controlling by behind. He was smart to never go in front of of the 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 player, you know, and uh, and uh, he he, lo he loved the club. He, he really loved the club. I think uh, after he, he had, I know that he had a problem in different club, but the time what I spent in Bolton, I know and hundred percent that he really care and love the club and this was important because when you manager sometimes can make some mistake of course but you know that the mistake that he's making is is because he's thinking about the club the club and the club it was something something that it was very important in our relationship um uh, sam was uh, uh very um enthusiastic to share uh, to uh, to learn, uh, to uh, to learn how in in uh, in my different club I was working or this kind of coach was working too, you know, and uh, and our our experience, mutual experience, and exchange and partnership was very good, you know, and uh, and uh, he, he knew how to um, manage me. He knew how to uh, to uh, make sure that I will be at, the, at my best when when it will be the time to be at my best. In every dressing room, there's there's big characters, and I'm sure you've played with plenty of big characters during your career. In that Bolton team, you have players from from all over the world. You know, different nationalities. You the know. continental whites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who were the big characters in that in that changing room era? Who were the biggest characters? Uh, the biggest one, I think, we were we were uh, we 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 had a great character. Uh, I know sometimes I was pretending to not speak English. <laughs> I know sometimes that we were we, we were pretending to not understand in French. <laughs> Would you say you were one of the big personalities in the change room? Yeah, uh, no, one of course. My my my. Of course, I was acting like. Him, but uh, but uh, you know, I remember and uh, and uh, and Kevin Nolan was uh, one of the kids at the beginning. He, he had a great character to uh Goodney was one of he was a captain and he was someone who was very superb uh, for Bolton super yes yeah 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 uh no uh, uh, i mean ivan 
JJ, yes. You know, it was it was our duty to uh, us, uh, experienced player, foreign player, international player, you know, to, to show and to bring character in the in the local. And one major disappointment from from that era, the 2004 Carling Cup final, the defeat to Middlesbrough. Obviously, the team had progressed to a point where they were getting to cup to cup finals. But how disappointing was it to lose that game? Uh, yes, we were uh, we missed the game totally. We uh, we uh, we completely. Uh, didn't play this game, and uh, and uh, it, it's 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 a pity because you know that you, you have not so many chances to play a final with a, with a club like a like a Bolton, and we we knew that uh, this is a great opportunity to uh, to uh, to for the club, for the fans, and for the players. Uh, but uh, we didn't play well. We, uh, uh, I think, I think, why, why we play in Cardiff? You know, it's it was a final, but without being a final. And, uh, I completely understand that. Yeah, it's uh, the atmosphere was far from from what we were expecting. You know, it, it, the game was was you didn't have the feeling. That was a final. Yeah. yeah, I think that was important for for English football to get those domestic finals back to Wembley once it rebuilt. Of course, the final is in Wembley. That's yeah. it. Absolutely, and a controversial penalty as well. But we won't go into that. We yeah. won't go into that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, would you say in that game then, ju- just to sort of sum it up, would you say that? Obviously, there were loads of different factors, but would you say that the the start was just too poor a start? Was it a, a big a big mountain to climb after the poor start to the game? Because they scored twice in the in the first ten minutes, I believe. Yeah, but but you know, it's a you can you can watch the game, you can turn it, you can put in a replay and reverse it. At the end, we lost the, the final and. Uh, and uh, and for me, is what I say to to the club. Uh, from you learning from your defeat, and uh, and what is important is to is, is is to continue what 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 we did. The, the campaign for for the for the final was amazing. We beat all the big clubs. but it was. I mean, for me, it was the beginning. You know, when when. Uh, when when you arrive in the, in the final, you play in, the, in the, this level of of the game every every game. Every game was a good game, you know, at this years. And uh, and for me, I said yes. We in a short time, very short time, we we did something that some in a club make maybe five years, six years to arrive at this level. Now in two years. Uh, we were talking about uh, last year, the year before, to to go in the in the in the, in the second division, the English second division. Now we play in a final. We we are top of the of the of the league, and uh, and the future is uh, and the present and the future is, is shining because uh, we're ready. 
And uh, I think this is this is what was important at this moment. Yes. More than I know that a, 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 a cup will will have changed a lot, but for me, more than the cup, it was the parcours, the progress that the, the team did it in in a short time that that we had together. And then after leaving Bolton, obviously it was a brief spell at Blackburn. Yeah. Situation leave regards to leaving Bolton was it was it disappointing to leave after two years or, or what was the situation there? Yeah, it, it, it was. I, when 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 I left for uh, for holidays, uh, we we had an agreement with the club to restart the season, and uh, and during my break, uh, they broke this uh, arrangement, and I didn't understand it. All, you know. Uh, why, not why, you know, any, any explanation uh, will not justify this, this way because, because I always be fair with, uh, with, uh, with the club, you know. I didn't need it to sign any paper, you know, if I check hand, it's check hand. This is my way in my life. And, uh, but, uh, they, are, they, are, they told me that uh, uh, I will have a position in Bolton, but uh, we, need, uh, we, we have to renegotiate the, the contract, everything. I said, you know what? If, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you want to make some movement, don't worry. Just let me know and uh, me, uh, me, I'm leaving because, because in, in this club, I'm not here to to make adjustment or to be a, a half of what, what I am. Uh, I signed, I came here, and, uh, and uh, if I have to leave, I will leave. But uh, I'm not here to, to, to thinking about, uh, you know, yeah, maybe two games, one game, salary, and this, so this is not the, the way that I'm thinking. And, um, and, um, and um, I'm, I was, I was, I was um, ready to move back to France. I have offered from Monaco. And in the, in the meantime, uh, Blackburn uh, called me and said, uh, my, my family were at the school in, uh, in Manchester, you know, three kids. Uh, uh, they, they were at sales school, you know, and they were very happy in, in, in Manchester. Anna, Anna was happy to live in Manchester. And then for me, it was not the time to retire yet, you know, and Monaco, I was already playing Monaco. And Blackburn uh, uh, offered me, but I asked Blackburn to, to sign um, a three-month contract because I was in, in contact with, uh, with New York uh, one year before. And I said, okay, they give me a chance. If I'm, if I'm happy in, in Blackburn, I stay in Blackburn. If I'm an I can I can move without any problem. And, uh, and uh, when I arrived in Blackburn, um, the, the atmosphere was great. You know, uh, great great player. But uh, I've been injured after after two two games, and and I never had the the, the chance to to show to the to, to the club uh, my, my 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 football. And I was uh, you know it was a, a small parenthesis. We closed the parenthesis. The club uh, we we, we cancelled the agreement and after I move 
a move to uh, to New York. Yeah, you became the first French player to yeah. play in the MLS. What was it like playing over there once you'd signed for New York? Mind blowing. It must have been. Uh, it's, 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 it's crazy because I did uh, I did um, uh, the press conference at the Madison Square Garden for. Uh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yes, it's uh, you know America, <laughs> and, uh, and it was really the beginning of of, uh, of the of the football professional football in in the US, and um, I was a, a pioneer as a as a French first, like you say, first first French player, but as a European players and World Cup winner. You no, know, there were uh, there were just few foreign players playing in the US, and for me. It was really interesting. A challenge, you know, when we, when you're talking about challenge, you know, Baltimore was a challenge, New York was a challenge, and uh, and uh, as a challenge, you need to first uh, show your dedication in this challenge and believe it in this challenge. It's, it's what I did with Baltimore, and then it's what I did with New York, you know, uh, um, and and uh, I spent two years in uh, playing with uh, Red Bull. Uh, First Metro Star, and after we switch and we become Red Bull, Red Bull team, New York Red Bull, and it was fantastic because I play with young uh, player who become after international, uh, well-known player for US, and uh, with a great coach uh, uh, Bradley and uh, Bruce Arena, you know the, the two best coach in US, and um, and uh, I was very happy. It was the end of my life. And the football life, end of my career, but the beginning of something because when, uh, uh, um, because after my two years in New York, uh, I spent uh, 15 years in New York. You know, 15 years, my kids went to the college. Uh, I have very very interesting life in New York. I learned a lot about about myself, about the life, about the football, and uh, and uh, and uh, this experience bring me a good way to finish my life. And football life, but uh, a good way to, to start a new life. And New York is, especially US, is the perfect place to uh, to do it. Wow, I didn't realize you lived there for so long, Yuri. You must have yeah. enjoyed it over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was good because uh, I was working for uh, I was working for uh, for different uh, um, uh, sport industry in uh, in France. You know, uh, become ambassador for uh, PSG in uh, in US. Uh, working with the French league in uh, in uh, North America, or and, uh, doing doing a TV transmission in, in France. You know, I was very busy in a, in a, in a Europe with the football uh, football business, but I have a, I was involved in the football in US too, where it's totally different but very interesting. If you're talking about business marketing, how to create a league. Or to create content, uh, then the US are number one in, in the world for for sport. If you're looking for basketball, uh, football, American, um, uh, any sport, major sport, uh, they're number one. And uh, and and it was interesting at this at this time to work with uh, with um, with um, US league to understand how football can one day compete uh, with the old big sport in US. During your career, Yuri, during it and yeah. after it had finished, you, you've been involved in a lot of charity work all over the world. Um, I read you've been involved in charity work in the United States, in Armenia as well, which obviously mm. is close to your heart. 
tell us a bit about some of the work that you've been involved in. Uh, today, today I'm, I'm in charge. I'm, I'm, uh, I am the CEO of the, of the FIFA Foundation. I'm living in Zurich. Um, my, my work since October 2019 is to make sure that uh, a company uh, like FIFA, it's a huge company. It's a uh, number one company in football, but not just in football. In FIFA, we are, uh, it's like a big agency, like UN, like, uh, like all these agencies in the world. We are member association everywhere. And uh, something what was missing at the FIFA, it's the part of the, of the, of the charity, you know, this world where, where, where the power of FIFA can help different community. And, uh, and they created in 2018 the foundation, but uh, since October, I'm in charge of the foundation, um, totally in charge. They give me uh, all possibility to, uh, to create it and to build a strategy for the next 10 years for, for using the power of football to, for the benefit of the people. And this is this is very important because today uh, we know the the money that is engaged in football, but what we don't know if uh, there's a lot of community without access of football, or or football has become too high level or too professional that people or kids don't go anymore to the football. We create it. We're trying to create it first to listening and learning about what the needed of the people. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and this, this job is, uh, is, uh, is a full-time job and, um, and more of, most of my time I'm traveling and, and, and uh, going on the, on the field, meet, meeting with uh, head of state or head of, uh, head of, uh, of federation, of a club and talking about how we can help some states sometimes, some country other time, or some club to uh, develop for the benefit all the time for the benefit of the kids, boys and girls, or, or men and women. This is, uh, this is uh, my new job. Well, that's fantastic, Yuri. That sounds absolutely brilliant. Um, I just want to say thanks for, for Thank allowing us to speak today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Is that, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really important. I, I mean, I mean, I'm waiting. Can you make a message for me to the, all the Bolton fans? I'm waiting for a, any kind of exhibition game at the Reebok Stadium. I know that it's not the Reebok Stadium anymore, but can but it will always be the Reebok Stadium. Yeah, it will <laughs> always be Reebok. Can someone organize an exhibition game with all the friends and and bring a, and bring it joy? And, uh, and pleasure to, to this uh, fantastic stadium and for the fantastic fans to, to try to, to play a game between us and it would be uh, fantastic. Yeah, well, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. It's your duty now, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this is, is on us now, Yuri. This is your mission. <laughs> your next mission is to organize this game. <laughs> fantastic. Okay, thank you, Yuri. Thank Yuri, you. just thank one you. more from me. Uh, yes. When I was a bit younger, uh, I said to my sister, I wanted a Yuri Jorkaev signed France top. Believe it or not, and I was, I was so keen on having it. 
And I went to my mum and said, I wonder if I've still got it. Well, oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> I found it in my, and the signature's there and everything. I could not believe. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, that is a diamond. That, this is one of my prized possessions, let me tell you. But yes, there it Merci. is. Merci, merci very much. Merci, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. You know, it, we sometimes, and, and this is important what you say, it's uh, um, you, you, you traveling, you're going to the stadium, you're going for, you're sharing your, your life is, is for the club and for the player who represent your club, you know. And, and our, our, our life is, is the same. We are on the field, but we feel it. And, and me especially, I feel it what, what you were I mean, shouting when you were in, in the stand or when you were uh, scary about the, about the last five minutes. And, and this, is, this is the beauty of, uh, of the life. I mean, uh, we, were, we, were, uh, we were blessed by, uh, by, uh, by, I don't know, God or whatever, but we were blessed to, to have this, uh, this, uh, this thing. I think.